Hey, what's going on, good people? Thank you guys for joining me again. I hope everybody is doing well. Uh, my name is Cedric, and welcome to another episode of Because Said Said. Well, here we are. I did it. I made it to episode two, and it only took me a whole month to do it, but I made it. <laughs> so thank you for joining me again. Um, before we get into to this episode's title and uh, start talking about uh, some of the things that I want to discuss in this one, um, I wanted to I wanted to go back a little bit and explain explain something. So on the first uh, episode that I did, you know, I went in and I opened up a word processing app, and uh, you know, started writing things out, and it was pretty much scripted. I just wrote out everything that I wanted to say, and um, and I think it went over pretty well. But I decided I decided to take a different approach this time. This particular time, uh, it's going to be just me, just me talking to you, pouring out my heart, and letting you know. Uh, where I am. I think at the outset, when I did the first episode, I tried to explain to everybody that uh, I'm not some kind of guru with a whole bunch of letters behind my name uh, that's done a bunch of clinical studies and things like that. Uh, but what I have done is, is been on this earth for a little while and lived a little bit of life, had my fair share of challenges, my fair share of success, my fair share of happy times, and my fair share of sad times. Um, and I wanted to to come on board and, and, and share some of those things with you. Uh, sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to even get to it because I put down thoughts from day to day as they come to me about topics or what I want to talk about in these particular podcasts. So with that, I just wanted to let everybody know, please don't be too critical. Please don't be too judgmental because you might hear some ums and some ahs in here because I am not going to go back and try to re-record anything. I'm not going to go back and try to clean up any grammar. If you hear me misspeak, take it off of love. Good people, take it off of love. So with that, we're going to jump right into this thing. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you that you might want to put on your seatbelt because it's going to get a little bit deep. For all my church folks out there, don't wig out. Don't, 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 don't try to come in and anoint me with some oil. Uh, I'm still in the fold, but I just want to let you know that the title might throw you off a little bit. And so what's this title that I'm talking about? I'm glad you asked. It is called, you ready? My name is Legion, for we are many. Ooh, all right. So for those people that are in the church that, you know, I grew up in a church background, you know where that comes from. That's Mark, the fifth chapter um, uh, is where that comes from. In this particular part, my name is Legion for we are many, I think is around the ninth verse. Um, and so what I want to talk about in this particular one is personal demons, personal demons. Okay. Before we jump into that, we'll give you a little bit of background on this. My name is Legion, for we are many. So in the book of Mark, and it's in other books in the Bible as well, but in the book of Mark, it's talked about where Jesus encounters a man who was uh, cast out of his town, cast out of his house. He was living in like a cemetery or uh, down near the tombs. He was yelling and screaming all times of the day and night. He was naked. Uh, he he, he uh was cutting himself with stones. I mean, doing all kinds of bodily harm to himself. Practically, the dude was out of his mind. And uh, it was so bad that, you know, before he was cast out of the town, the people tried to lock that joint or lock that joker up, man. So they put him in, they put him in chains and he broke the chains like it was nothing. So, um, you know, he had some things going on in his life. So when he encountered Jesus, he ran to Jesus and was like, hey, man, what do I have to do with you? Now, for all your church people that like to quote scripture, please don't get mad at me. I'm just paraphrasing. Okay, so I gave them the, the book. They can go in and read it if they want to. I'm not preaching a sermon or nothing. But um, anyway, 
So he's like, ran up to Jesus. He's like, you know, what do I have to do with thee? And Jesus was like, hey, come out of him. That You know, these unclean spirits, he commanded them to come out of the man because he knew what it was when the man ran up to him. And uh, and, and the, the guy looks at, at, you know, Jesus and Jesus asks him, what's your name? And the response was, my name is Legion, for we are many. Now, I don't know. Uh, it's scary to me when I think about it, because, I, you know, when I was preparing for this, I did look up a legion. What's the size of a legion? And then, you know, back in Roman times, a legion was over 5,000 men, you know, 5,000 legionnaires. It was it's crazy to think that you would have that many unclean spirits inside of one human being. And so that response was amazing to me. I remember, you know, uh, when I was when I was. Uh, joke and I would joke about these kind of things and I would be asked, hey, you know, why did you do that? And I was like, I don't even remember doing that. I must have had lesion in me. And and, and I used to joke about it. And, and again, I don't want to scare people. I don't think, you know, I'm not speaking in the terms of 5,000 demons inside me, but I'm speaking in the terms of personal demons. Okay. So, um, you know, one of the, one of the things that I want to look at and talk about are the different types of personal demons demons that we may encounter. Uh, when someone asks you your name, what will you say? Will you be able to say, hey, my name is Cedric. My name is John. You know, my name is Marie. Whatever it is, would you be able to say what your name is or truly inside you and inside your spirit is it, my name is Legion, for we are many. Uh, I would prefer that when someone asks me my name, I'm going to continue to tell them Cedric because uh, I believe that you know, I've had my own fair share of personal demons that I had to overcome and fight and wrestle and and beat up and and ask uh, for 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 the Lord to cast those out of me, uh, things that I had to deal with. So whatever it is that you as a person find peace and encouragement and and strength, whatever thing that you lean upon for your peace, your encouragement, and your strength, gravitate towards that, especially if you're dealing with something like personal demons. It's e even if there's people in your life uh, that you feel comfortable enough to share and express your vulnerabilities or these personal things that you wrestle with, if you feel comfortable enough to bring those to someone, do that. Um, you know, fortunately for me, I had a very good support system when I was dealing with a lot of the things that I was dealing with uh, a long time ago. Um, there's things that I still deal with now that I, that I have to overcome, and 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 I think in the beginning when I when I when I when I put this together, I, I did tell you that I was going to be speaking to the things that that happened in my life, some of the challenges that I faced and 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 actually overcome within my life. This is me talking to you about me and uh, and in hopes that in, there's something that I may say or something that you may hear, even if it's just it just helps one person, that it will help you. So we're going to jump right into some of the some of the ones that I looked at. Now, I, I you know, I fully believe that there's not enough space in the time, you know, in eternity uh, for me to to go over all the possibilities of what personal demons one could have. So I'm just going to talk about a few. We're going to look at depression, fear, regret, com comparison, and last but not least, holding on to the past. So uh, I'm, I'm going to start out with the one, um, you know, dealing with depression. Now, there, there's a lot of people who can clinically diagnose one with depression and things like that. I think most people who have it don't even know that they're in a state of depression. That they that they have that spirit of depression within them because they may smile on the outside and 
you know, and and when they're when they present this 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 false narrative to the world that they have everything all together and it looks like they have it together and um, deep down inside they're suffering. Um, they don't have an outlet. They don't have any 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 positive thing that they can hold on to that encourages them that everything's going to be all right in their lives because. From the outside, people that's looking at them from what they present, it looks like everything is all right already. So I think the first thing that I did when I personally dealt with depression was after a significant loss uh, in my life and, um, you know, not knowing what the future held for me after this particular significant loss, I... uh, I went into a state of depression, so I found harmful outlets in drinking and and going, and I had a restless spirit, and I was all over the place trying to fill this void that I had lost with other things. I didn't lean on family. I didn't lean on anybody else. I went to the most negative things that you could think of and tried to fill that void of loss with those things, the bottle and partying and and staying out all times of the night and doing all kinds of stupid stuff, you know, just trying to fill this void. Now, you know, back then, I didn't know what it was. And you couldn't tell me that that's what it was. But, you know, thank God for hindsight when you can go back and you can look at it and you can reflect and say, goodness gracious, you know, that's what it was. And that's why I was there. And that's why I felt this way. So, you know, depression includes a lot of things, which is self-doubt, Misery, sadness, discouragement, despair, all kinds of things, right? And that was I was there with all of it. But I want to deal with this word discouragement as it pertains to depression because uh, I did get some, some gems off of social media every now and again. I run across them, and it said disappointment is inevitable. Discouragement is a choice. So if you live your life and you know that, if you think you're not going to be disappointed in life, you're in for a long, hard road. You know, because disappointments are going to come. I'm pretty much disappointed daily. I think I've, I may have said that before, but I'm disappointed daily. There's there's always something that's going to disappoint us. But to be discouraged by it is a choice that we make because discouragement leads you to inactivity. It leads you to despair. It leads you to, to sadness and misery and self-doubt and all of those things. So the first thing I had to do to overcome my depression is is really pray about it. Because, you know, there was no way that I could cast this out on my own. So um, I, I had to pray about it and ask that, that I be, that this thing be removed from me and these feelings be removed from me. And that came, you know, it came at a, at a, at a, at a price and at a cost. Um, there had to be some separation, separation from those outlets that I had that were harmful separation even from 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 being around my family so that I could actually take some time to reflect on my part in the things that led to this state of depression for me okay so with depression um, sometimes it's difficult to pinpoint what your part may be in it so again I'm not here to give anybody any kind of clinical answer as to what you can do because depression is too complicated to do that and create this blanket that you can just throw over everyone that may have those types of feelings. Again, I'm speaking from my perspective and my point of view and what happened to me and how I felt when I went through this. Um, I don't remember any one point where some kind of light, light switch went on and things were better for me. I just remember not feeling that way anymore after I prayed 
and ask God to remove it from me. Okay. And so when, when that point happened, it just happened. It's like losing weight. You, you know, you don't know where it goes. You just jump on the scale and you're like, man, you know, your pants start fitting different. You're like, wow. You know, it's not like you walk around in your house and you see little globs of fat laying all over the place. That's kind of gross, but that's not how it, how it works when you're released from these things are just gone. So, um, you know, that's these, each one of these that I'm going to touch on, you would have the same result. You have to find whatever outlet you have and use them. You can't be afraid to use them, which leads me to the next one, which is fear. Fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous or likely to cause pain or a threat, whether it be physical or emotional. Okay. And we all have it. Again, it's the reason why it took me a whole month to come up with this second podcast, because again, I was afraid. I said, I look around again and I'm like, man, you know, all these people on these social platforms with 10,000 followers and these podcasts with 7,000 listens. And I got six. Yeah, I got six on my first one. And I'm happy about that. I think I even got a subscriber out of this. So I look back at that and I say, man, you know, why, why would I continue? But guess what? I won. I overcame it again because I'm on I'm on episode two now. Right. So we have a lot of things that we can be afraid of. Snakes, spiders and man, listen, let me talk about snakes, because every time I go for a walk, every little stick that looked like a snake is a snake to me. And I'll be about to break my neck. So snakes and spiders, you know, rejection. And here's a tricky one. Fear of success. Okay, that's a personal demon, man. When you have fear, people ain't really afraid to to fail. People are really afraid to be successful because when you're you know, when you're successful, you have to actually now live up to a certain standard because there's an expectation set. And most of us don't want to have that kind of consistency in our lives. So every last one of these, I'll tell you the solution to all of these things. Uh, you know, these, these, these ones that I'm going to outline were the same. I prayed and asked that they be removed from me and they were, and, it, and it's not that these things were instantaneous. You know why? Cause I've been praying to win the lottery for a long time and playing and I haven't won yet. Okay. Um, so don't think it's just going to be an instantaneous thing. There will be some things that are required of you. And, uh, in order to get past these for me, the requirement to get, get away from the fear of the things that I was afraid to do, which is this, this is one of them was to just do it and not worry about who is going to say what, because you could be doing all the right things. And I, I and I was listening to a friend of mine and she, you know, she was going through some things and she said it on the phone, you can be doing all the right things and people are still going to talk. So you can't live your lives for everyone else and be worried about what they're going to think. So I'm going to come on and I'm going to encourage you through the stories of my life in some way, shape, form, or fashion. If you get dis- if you get encouragement from it, great. If you don't, that's okay. You know, if you take the time to listen to this whole thing, because we're 15 minutes in, that's wonderful. But if you don't, that's okay also. All right? So learn to overcome those fears of what people are going to say, those fears of being successful, because success is defined differently for everyone. Everyone's gift is not the same and everyone's idea of success is not the same, you know, by any standard where I am right now in this life, what I'm doing with my life, I'm, I'm very successful, you know, um, and, and, and I don't compare it with anyone else, which leads me to the next section, which is comparison. You know, sometimes we look at this social media platform and we do a lot of comparing. I'm not where I'm supposed to be because look at what this person's doing. We went to high school together. This guy lives in this kind of house. This guy lives in a mansion. You look at social media, what people post, and you start comparing. Okay? Comparing leads to despair. 
and, and, and depression and fear and all of that kind of things. Okay. So you can't compare your life to anyone else's. Um, you have to live your life for yourself. All right. Um, you, you, you just can't live saying, I want to have what they have and I want to do what they're doing because everything is not for everyone. And what's meant for you is meant for you. What you need to do and what I have learned to do, and I, look, I said I was going to tell you what you need to do. What I have learned to do is look and say, this is what's meant for me. This is how I am supposed to do it. This fits me. And, you know, stop comparing my life and, and where I am in life to anyone else. Okay. That's a, that's a spirit that you don't want. And the last one. And I know I've been here for a long time, so if you're still with me, I really, really, truly thank you for staying with me. But the last one is holding on to the past, okay? Holding on to the past, past hurts your present, okay? Holding on to the past hurts your present because everybody's got a past. My past, oh, Lord, is crazy um, because there's been so many different things that, that, again, I don't even have enough time to talk about that has happened in my life that's taken me down, you know, crazy roads and crazy directions and hills and valleys and, and, you know, peaks and valleys, everything from, from the happiest of the happy to the saddest of the sad has, has taken place in, in my past. And so for those that may know some of those things about you is, is no different than these politicians running for office. They're cool until they run for office. And then every dirty thing that they've ever done comes up. That's why I can't run it. Because if you ask me, hey, said, did you do that? Senator Stowers? I'm like, I sure did. You understand? I'm not going to sit there and make excuses because at that point in your life, when you did those things, you weren't the same person. OK, so, um, you know, I, I, I didn't, you know, discuss this. My, my dad is a preacher and he's been doing that for a long time, which is, you know, another reason why I wanted to talk from this topic. My name is Legion for We Are Many. But he used to tell this story uh, of, of this billy goat that fell in a dry well. And the farmer tried to get him out and couldn't figure out any kind of way to give him, get him out. He stayed there pretty much all day. And the farmer was like, as sad as this is going to be and as cruel as it may seem, I got to at least give him a decent burial. So he brought dirt over and he just kept throwing this dirt in the well. He didn't know what was going on. He kept hearing the billy goat, kept making noise as he, you know, just kept throwing dirt. And he's like, man, this thing is persistent. Well, every time he threw that dirt on that goat's back, that goat would shake it off and he'd pack it under his feet. So the more he threw, the more the goat shook it off and packed it under his feet. And before you know it, he was standing on top outside of that pit of despair that he was in. OK, so when you look at that, when you look at that, people will know things about your past and they'll throw that dirt on you from your past. You have to shake it off and pack it under your feet. OK, um, if you're if you're living in your past, you're going to stay there. You can't move forward. Living in your past definitely hurts your present, okay? Um, I remember, you know, I used to, I used to, I used to act a fool. You know, sometimes I might revisit that every now and again and still act a fool. But I used to act a fool, and I used to think, you know, well, that's just how I am. That's just who I am. But it wasn't because God didn't call me to act a fool. You understand? That's the flesh. That's that's the old you, okay? Those things that you think are a part of you, but they're not. They're just habits that you've adopted that are unhealthy. Okay, so I, I I had to learn to shed those old habits, and guess what? I, I, it's difficult, and I have to do it daily. I have to shed those old habits daily. Okay, now that 
that is going to be a huge thing for, for, for people to, to get past because it leads to some of the other things that I talked about, you know, uh, earlier on, you know, the depression and the fear, the comparisons and, and all of those things, um, can, can stem from just living in the past. All of these things are compounded upon each other. If you look at some of the definitions of these particular personal demons that I, that I pointed out, each one of them have about seven or eight different types of descriptions for just those one word. Uh, just, just, just one word. Um, you know, an, another spirit that I, that I used to have is living with regret. I never wanted to do that. I never wanted to go back and say, I missed an opportunity to do this. You know, I made a mistake when I didn't take this opportunity to do X, Y, Z. I should have, you know, instead of looking at that and saying I should have, you can look at, look back and say I did. And it either worked out or it didn't, but I did it. Okay. So, you know, when someone asks you, what's your name? What are you going to say? Hmm? What are you going to say? For me, I would hope that when they ask me, well, I don't even hope because I know when you ask me now, when you say, hey, what's your name? Hey, my name is Cedric. My friends call me Sed. Okay. But when they ask you, are you going to say, my name is Legion for we are many? Or are you going to say your actual name? I hope that you do say your actual name. And I want each and every last one of you to be blessed because Sed said.